no O-levels or A-levels. But I did have a lot of fun, and remembering the boy actors at Bergamsey Grammar School, I started to act at Ashland's, just for kicks. I enjoyed mucking about on the stage. The first play I did was a Chinese play called Lady Precious Stream. I remember getting my sword stuck up somebody's skirt, and I couldn't retrieve it, and I heard the sound of audience laughter for the first time in my life, and I was just knocked out. I did another play, and this time it was Shakespeare. I had never read Shakespeare in my life. I had no idea what it was all about. It was called A Midsummer Night's Dream, and my wonderful English teacher, Enid Watling, she became a mentor and a great friend to me, for she cast me as bottom. I had a wonderful time doing it. It was my first Shakespearean play, and Enid taught me what it meant, and opened my eyes to the wonderful language of the bard. The last show I did at school was an operetta, would you believe? It was called Dogs of Devon, and I played the Mayor of Plymouth. I still have wonderful memories of the production. My childhood life in Berkhamsted was a joy. The acting was then just a hobby, you know, like playing football, cricket, tennis. I was a cub, then a scout, eventually a senior scout, and I remember all the boys, our gang. The boys who lived near me in Ellesmere Road and George Street. There was a recreational ground in George Street, a vast open playing area with swings and roundabouts, and we called it the Wreck. In the summer, we played cricket, and in the winter, football. It was surrounded by woods, where we acted out Robin Hood and the Three Musketeers, making swords and lances out of broken branches. Alan Reedman, known as Skinny, and Johnny Wheeler, Killer, were in our gang as were Pete Spanswick, Bobby Stiles, Johnny Saunders, and Frank Hewlett. And Brian Bandy, strangely known as Whittle, was our hero, being good at everything. Best footballer, best cricketer, fastest runner. Brian was also much taller and wider than the rest of us. We were always outside doing something, hitting, throwing, kicking balls, fishing. We were hardly ever indoors. Of course, there was no television then. As we lived near the railway, we used to take copper halfpennies, climb down the bank, and place the coins on the track. In our minds, after being flattened by the giant trains, our halfpennies became pennies, so doubling their worth. We never realised that playing this prank put us all in great danger. I still, on rare occasions, see Pete and Bobby back in Berkhamsted both married with grown-up children. Sadly, Brian Bandy collapsed in Berkhamsted High Street. He had a massive heart attack. He was still in his fifties when he passed away. Johnny Wheeler emigrated to Australia and was killed in a motorbike accident in 1988. Childhood friends, stay with you forever. I also started ballroom dancing, winning a silver medal when I was seventeen, which followed my hard-earned bronze with my wonderful partner, Vivian King. 
I wonder where she is now. Growing up, the thought of acting for a living had never crossed my mind. I wanted to be a footballer or some other kind of sportsman. Saturday morning pictures was a big thing for us boys who didn't have televisions at home. In Berkhamsted, there were two cinemas, the Rex and the Court. The Court put on a Saturday morning show, entrance sixpence, ninepence, or a shilling. We paid sixpence, the price of the front seats, and waited for the lights to dim when we would creep back to the shilling seats. Cowboy movies were our favourite. Johnny Mac Brown, the Lone Ranger, with his mate Tonto, and Gene Autry, the Singing Cowboy. We also loved the early Tarzan films, Herman Bricks swinging on the jungle vines, and Flash Gordon with Buster Crab in the lead.